What is going on, podcast fam? My name is Wes Nile, and I'm so happy to be hanging out with you today. I don't know about you, I'm constantly watching creators online, all these cool guys doing this cool stuff, and I think to myself, man, if I just had XYZ, that new camera, that new editing software, that new, that new piece of gear, man, I could do amazing things with my channel. I could do amazing things with my content, with my art that I'm making and trying to post. And I wanted to let you know that I don't have all the latest gear. I don't have all the fancy stuff, uh, at least not for now. And what I'm doing right now, I feel like is enough. And what I'm actually trying to do, and the whole basis of the thing is try to inspire you to make art with what you have, deep dive into those manuals, get the most out of the gear that you have right now, practice that instrument a little bit longer, just get a little bit better at your techniques. And that's what this whole channel is gonna start getting into now. If you've never watched before, my name is Wes Nile. This is a Creative Progress Podcast. It is my personal journal of creating and posting all types of media online and the tools and the techniques that I use to do so. I do believe that all you need is a plan and a lot of practice to make some good stuff. As a matter of fact, this is my third time to try to record this video, this intro, just to talk to you guys a little bit about what this new series is gonna entail for us as we move into a new spot or a new part of the podcast. So if you've listened to the podcast before, I appreciate it. You can go back to episode one where I give a brief history of my life as in broadcasting, creating media, being in a band, playing music. I also mentioned in there that I took a little bit of time off from my career. Um, I still have a career, I still have a full-time job, but I'm just trying to be more committed with doing my artwork and doing stuff that helps me. I did go through a four year drought and then all of a sudden I had an opportunity to get a bigger place, a place to practice more. I started playing the drums more, started playing the piano more and then COVID hit and I really started deep diving into all of these great content creators online. Rachel K. Collier was a good one, Bad Snacks, Ricky Tinez, uh, Will Hatton, Andrew Wong, just amazing people online. And I did kind of trick myself into thinking, oh, I need this, I need that to make great to make great music. And I just wanted to tell you, yes, I do use some of these MIDI controllers and some of these cool synths that I've seen, but I don't necessarily need that. And I'm actually finding myself moving more towards the analog side of things, just create, just creating live music and then editing it later in my DAW. Ableton Live Lite is what I use, and it does come with limitations. I do want to get into a deep dive on how I use that, but without further ado, I wanted to let you know, not always having the latest and greatest gear is what you need to create your art and get your message out to the world. As a matter of fact, I'm just using an old iPhone to shoot this right now, and I want to show you a few things that I have just on my desk and what I use to capture live sound from acoustic instruments, and we're going to do that today. I'm going to show you uh, my computer, my interface, and the things that I was using up until just recently to start making my media. So let's jump right into it. All right, so I'm gonna hop on the other side of the camera right now. This is what I was just looking at. Here's a look at my super old computer. So this is an iMac from 2013. I know, I know, I need a new computer. We all could use a new computer. In fact, this thing is so old that I can't even pull things from the actual photo app because I'm running too old of software. So what I have to do is actually log into my iCloud on the internet and then drag and drop my photos over. I've been able to just do these slideshows for now, but I, this is the workaround that I figured out. I might post a short on how to do this a little bit later on. 
if you happen to have a super old iMac and you need to know how to transfer your photos. And then I'm just using regular iMovie to make this video today. In addition, whenever I did convert over to a new DAW, I was a Pro Tools user for the longest time, but this is what I use now. And this is Ableton Live, but not the full version. This is Ableton Live Lite. It does come with some restrictions as far as uh, track limitations and different effects that you can use. But this is what I use to create all my music and stuff that I post online on SoundCloud and that you see on my YouTube channel. I will get into some tutorials on how I do certain things here in Ableton, but this is what I use and this is the computer that I have and the software that I use. Second part of my rig that we're gonna talk about, this is my brand new Tascam 12. He works as a live board. He actually works as a standalone multi-track recorder and he works as a USB interface. So this interface will plug in from back here all the way around into my computer and it allows uh, any live instruments that I plug in through the back through these mics to go into the computer program. Before that, you always need a USB interface to record any type of sound or get any type of sound into your into your DAW. I talked about recording basics. You can find the old episode on the YouTube channel. But I do give a breakdown of some basic tools that you'll need to actually start recording your audio. This was my old interface. I mentioned that I was a Pro Tools guy for a long time. And I had bought this in a bundle, just a recording bundle. And this is just a super old M-Track audio. It has two channels. It comes, it came from the back. The USB was right here. It plugged into the computer. I wasn't able to get more than two tracks. So the, my workaround was this analog Yamaha board that I got from my uncle's house. And it's just four channels. There is another channel here, but this guy doesn't really work all that good. I would just figure out a way where I would plug in four mics into those inputs really tried to maximize what i could do on this board uh, i actually learned how to use the sins on this board so i could do some outboard effects through pedals so i could use a delay and i could use a reverb on this as well all of that stuff came directly from the board into the usb interface and then onto my daw and for the longest time that's how i recorded my music and up until recently, I haven't even recorded any live music on this board yet, just recorded some podcast audio. But we can get into how I would record on this guy and how I have them all set up. But I just wanted to show you, this is where I started and this is where I'm at now. All right guys, the last section of this video, we're gonna be talking about microphones. But before I wanted to get into that, I wanted to talk about this guy a little bit more. Now this guy is just a basic analog board. And I don't want you to think that you have to spend a lot of money to get a nice board or anything like that. Something like this can get picked up at a pawn shop for like 80 bucks, 110 bucks, something like that. They even have ones that are way newer than this that have everything that you need. And the same goes with just a regular USB interface. You can pick those up on Facebook Marketplace just to get you started and get you in the right direction. In previous episodes, we talked about free DAWs to use. So if you don't have that free download for Ableton Live Lite or something like that, then you can also just use a free DAW and that's how you get started making your music or recording your podcast or doing anything like that for relatively cheap. All right, so in previous podcasts, I talked to you guys about different types of microphones that you can use to record your podcast. The first one I wanna talk about is this guy here. Now this is your SM58. 
This is a really great dynamic microphone, unlike this iPhone camera microphone, where it's catching a lot of outside noise. Remember I was telling you that dynamic microphones are only gonna catch what's right here in front of the microphone. So if you go back and listen to the majority of the earlier podcast, it's all done with this SM58. You can tell that it's old, beat up. There's a little dent right here, but it still works great. They're very, very hearty and, and wonderful mics to use. They last for a very long time. And now we're gonna get into some condenser mics that I use for recording my drums whenever I'm recording live tracks. So these are my two overheads. And this mic here came from this set of old CAD microphones. Now this microphone here is actually supposed to be for my bass drum, but since this guy is broken and I can't figure out how to fix it, if there is some guy who knows how to fix microphones that's watching this, I'd love for you to drop a tutorial in the chat to tell me how I can fix my bass drum mic because I'd seriously like to use it. I actually watched a tutorial on how they record drums for the mini desk concert and they had an old SM58 that they just threw right into the bass drum. So that's actually what I'm recording my bass drum with right now. These are the CAD um, condenser microphones that I use for my overheads. The next portion, I'm gonna take this off of the tripod and I'm gonna kinda of walk around and show you how I have everything set up and the microphones I use to record the rest of my drum set. All right, so now I wanna get into some condenser mics that I use and as you can see here, everything that I have is old and I've tried to take care of it the best I can, but hey, you use what you got to make, to make your artwork, right? So here's my old mic stand. I lost the little twist that makes this kind of more movable. So I just have it where I need this guy and that's how it works. So this is another CAD mic that I use and I have it really close and this primarily will just record my hi-hat and catch a little bit of my snare, which I also have a regular dynamic mic that just sits right here. It's a CAD, it sits right over my snare. To capture the right side of the set, I use another one of these CAD condenser mics. These are all set really close whenever I have it on the board. I do have them dialed into taste as far as volume goes, and then I will also EQ them in the mix as well, just to taste. We can get into that on a different episode on how I EQ my drums. Last couple of things I'm gonna mention here. This will be the last mic that I mentioned right here. One more technique, and then we'll be wrapped up with this episode. This guy right here is an old MXL 990. And this is another condenser mic that I use, and this is just for a general overhead, so it's gonna catch my crashes and then my toms here. Um, this came with that old inbox mini that I used as a USB interface. This was all part of a bundling. So remember I was saying that a good idea is to go ahead and just grab a bundle whenever you're looking at starting your own podcast and you need a microphone and you need all these things together. It's definitely a lot more cost effective if you try to buy a bundle. This is that old microphone that came with, with my early podcasting bundle that I bought so many years ago. And he works great and catches all the nuance that I need him to do. I have him set here up again, really close on these condensers. And then I just dial in the volume. Hey, so on this podcast, it's not all just about the gear that I have. It's mostly about inspiring you to use different techniques with the tools that you have to create your artwork. And I remember whenever I was trying to figure out how am I gonna record my drums, I was watching a, a tutorial on how the guy that records the 
NPR mini desk concert records his drums and he has limited space and he definitely wants to keep the view as open as possible. You don't want a bunch of stands and microphones in the way whenever you're trying to record. He had a really good technique and as I mentioned before, my bass drum for my CAD mics is not working. So he uses one of these. This is the SM58 that I was showing you earlier. He just throws it right here in the middle of the drums. So that's how I've been recording my bass drums ever since. I really appreciate you guys sticking it out and listening to me this long. Next week, I'm going to dive into the keyboards and synthesizers that I use, and we're gonna have a good time talking about all that stuff. Until next time, I'm Wes Nile, keep creating and keep progressing. Okay.